Welcome to the part two podcast. Now this will come out the blue to everybody, myself included. This is something that I came up with this morning. And when I say that, I don't mean that it's not something I've been thinking about. I've been thinking about it a lot. But this format is a new idea to me that I thought about while I was sitting on my own having a coffee in Pret-a-Manger at, what, 11 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, just kind of contemplating life and what's what's happening for me and what my next move is. And the thing I realized is that I am at a juncture in my life. I'm 32, I'm self-employed, I've just had a baby boy, and as much as I feel like that is a catalyst for change, I think I've just realized that I'm now at a point in my life where my what I want to get from life has changed, how I view life has changed. You know, what the way I see the world has definitely changed. And I think that's come around in, in especially the last three years. Turning 30, obviously, that's a big part of it. You start to grow up, you leave your 20s. I don't think that that necessarily changes you, but I think when you've been in professional work for a decade, and especially if you've been self-employed, you start to go, right, okay, what's the next move? And you realize that life is a lot longer than what you previously thought. You you start out thinking, you know, you've got very limited experience, and a year feels like a very long time to a five-year-old, but to a 60-year-old, you realize that a year actually passes quite quickly. So it's all about perspective, and the older you get, the more you start to to realize that you can achieve a lot, and things can change a lot in five years. So if you don't like where you are now, you could be a completely different place in a year, and you could be worlds away in five years. So that's what sort of brought this on. And part two represents the fact that I believe my life has come into a second act. This is part two. This is where I realize what professional life is all about, and that it's actually mine for the taking if I put in the work and go after whatever it is I want to get. Now, knowing what that is, is an entirely different matter. So I want to explore that myself, and I think a lot of other people are at the same stage. So this podcast is the first step in building a community of people who feel the same way as me looking to change your life, looking to get something else out of it, wanting more. It's for those who, who've done, you know, done that working thing, they've been living life, they've just been doing life. And now they're thinking, right, well, what, what's this all about? What's my purpose? What am I passionate about? Finding a hobby again. Christ, I feel like I don't, I don't do anything anymore. I grew up like skiing, skating, playing rugby, doing all this stuff. And then somewhere in my twenties, that all died down. I became a fitness professional and I, I did quite well at that. And I, you know, I built up a good social media following and had sponsors. And that was kind of, that was my profession and my hobby at the same time. And as I've shifted away from that persona and I'm not, no longer that, you know, putting myself out there as this fit pro, you know, here I am in great shape, look at all the weights I can shift. 
that's not really me anymore. It still is, but it's it's not what I want to give the world, and it's it doesn't give me the energy that it used to. I'm looking for the new thing. So, so people that are trying to find that spark again, something that excites them, like it could be mountain biking or rock climbing or just trying new stuff, getting outdoors. We spend so much time in the city, especially if you live in London like I do. Um, I grew up in Edinburgh and then I went to Newcastle for uni and then ended up in London six years ago. And I feel like I never leave the place. I feel like I'm always in the city and now I want to get out. So if that's something that you're thinking about as well, then I urge you to start exploring this. And I want to bring everyone together so we can do this together and start to share these experiences. So what I want to give is a platform and a, a community that supports each other and shares ideas and you know creates opportunities for us to start to enjoy life again. Find our passions, find our purpose. I want to get out and, and enjoy life. And there's so much to do. But I think that we we don't, you know, maybe laziness or lack of opportunities or maybe it's lack of funds. But there are opportunities out there to be had that are just sitting there waiting for you. But you're not taking advantage of it. And I'm really talking to myself at this point. But I know a lot of you will, listening to this will uh, that'll resonate with. So what I want to get from this is knowing that I'm getting everything I can from life. And I'm getting to do that with other people who also want to do that and have that shared experience. I want other, I want to help other people to find the thing that I'm looking for too. I'm going to try and do that through this podcast, um, hopefully YouTube, potentially you know Facebook groups or meetups or events. Like I think the opportunities are endless, and what I want to build is a way for people to easily engage and interact with either each other or the things that we're, we're trying to do together. So it'll benefit me because it'll help me find what I'm looking for, but I'll also be able to help other people and that's going to make me feel good at the same time. Um, a lot of the, the stuff I've been reading on happiness and uh, you know enjoying life is about serving others. And I'm sure at some point everybody's done something for someone else that didn't directly benefit them other than make them feel good. They say there are no selfless good deeds, but that's maybe that's the point. Maybe it is that helping somebody else should make you feel good and you should get enjoyment from that. And that's what part of this is for me. It's going to be a big part of it. And if I can make myself happier by helping other people be happier, then it's a win-win. So I'll tell you a bit about my story. Um, as I said, I've been a fitness professional. I've been kind of working in the fitness industry for about a decade. I'm doing some online stuff, you know, working with sponsors. I worked with Optimum Nutrition, um, Reflex Nutrition, um, a few different stores and apparel brands and things like that over the years. Became a personal trainer when I moved to London six years ago. And that's been my primary income for the majority of that. I decided, well, I think I knew after about a year or two of being a PT that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. Personally, I don't want to be on the gym floor when I'm 40, 50. That's just me. I don't want to own my own gym. Um, I don't think I would enjoy that side of it. 
I do like working with clients, but, you know, charging yourself out by the hour, I know there are other ways of charging for it, and I do as well, but, you know, charging yourself out by the hour, be that, you know, usually at 6 a.m., 7 a.m., and then 5, 6, 7 p.m., with maybe a couple of hours in, in the middle of the day, isn't the way that I enjoy living. As I said, I've, I've got a newborn son. I want to spend time with him. Um, you know, not seeing him first thing in the morning, maybe like catching him during the day when I'm at home. That works not too bad at the moment, actually. But I'd like to know that, you know, I work these hours and then I'm home. And my time at home is, is precious. So I've always been looking for what the next thing is. And I tried, uh, I went and be, I was the marketing manager for a chain of yoga studios for a year, um, about 18, no, about a year ago that I left that job. Um, good move. It just wasn't the right thing for me, but it did give me more marketing experience, which is what I wanted. So I've been looking for the last few years for the next move, and that's made me feel a little bit lost uh, and kind of like searching for my purpose in life. What's the thing that I'm supposed to do? And I've tried breaking that down into, you know, what what do I have to offer the world? You know, what's my why? All that stuff. I've read a lot of books on that. Done done all the TED Talks, listened to all the podcasts. It's, you spend so long like doing all the the searching, but then it's actually it's hard to to really nail nail it down and find what it is. That is your why. And that's where I'm still still lacking is is finding that. So not not feeling like I I know where I'm going. So I don't really have a heading, or I've struggled with finding a heading. And I'm getting better at that now. The other thing is not having a community and not feeling like I belong anywhere because I'm now not that fitness professional who hangs out with other fitness professionals and does all the competitions and you know these the expos and all that it's not really my scene anymore so that's not my crowd I like things like CrossFit but I get to be honest I can't afford it it's like 200 pounds a month to do CrossFit here it's basically 200 pounds a month to do exercise and and really what you're buying is a group of friends and I went along to quite a few and I did like it but I currently don't have 200 pounds a month to spend on going to the gym and with that you know it's it's going to classes if you want to go just and do some sort of light form of exercise you've also got to have another gym membership on top of that so that's what 28 quid again and you know these things add up and i don't make a hell of a lot of money as a pt and i've also got a, a mortgage you know i'm lucky enough to actually own a flat in london and that's not cheap but I now have a son as well, and there's constant expenses with that, which, you know, that's your priority. I'd rather pay for him to have what he needs than for me to go and have a group of people to hang out with. But when I did do it, I did find a massive boost in, in my kind of general happiness. So don't really feel like I currently have that community. I've, I'm really working on uh, strengthening my relationships with friends and getting my sort of social life back uh, and weirdly, that's actually got better since we've had uh, had our son. Um, it's made both me and my wife more sociable, and we're we're making real efforts to see people. And those of our friends who've just had babies as well, that's really kind of brought us all together, which is cool. So, 
in my professional life, I've been PTing for six years and I'm currently in the process of changing jobs. And when I say that, I mean, I'm, I'm job, I've been job hunting for, uh, like, I guess since I got the marketing job, I've been looking for a job since I got that because I knew quite early on it wasn't right for me. And I've got a spreadsheet of, I think, 60 companies that I've applied to. Every single one has had a, a tailored CV or tweet CV and a custom cover letter and follow-up emails and calls where I can. And out of that 60, I think I've had two responses and they were both just straight no's. The reason for that is, despite having all the skills that they're looking for and writing a cover letter saying why I've got the right experience and things, I've worked for myself. And if you've worked for yourself in London, you basically can kiss any job prospects goodbye. That's because a lot of these companies are just looking for, and this is the phrase that you see all the time, three years agency experience required. I haven't worked in an agency for three years, but I know that I can do just as good a job, if not better, as somebody of that level, because I have gone out and learned this for myself. I'm self-taught everything. I've done the courses, I've read books, I've done all this, and lo and behold, I can't get in anywhere. However, I do have a friend who knows what I can do and has basically been up to bat for me with a couple of companies. And he is... Uh, he works within the sports industry, um, sports apparel, so making training gear. So an area I know everything about. It's like my specialist subject on mastermind, you know, the the fitness scene. I'd answer just about anything on that, and I could give you, I'll tell you what's going on and what's coming. So he knows that, and he's been bringing me in to his current company for a chat so that I can potentially get a job there in the future. So what I did when I got my chat was I just did a presentation on upcoming trends in the industry and how I think that company would benefit from this upcoming trend and how to exploit that. So I thought I'll just go in and over deliver. So I did that and did that, uh, when was that, November? End of November, start of December maybe. And then they asked me to come back in uh, and this time they gave me a presentation to deliver. So this was after Christmas. And they basically said, look, we'll call that your first interview. This will be your second interview. So you've got to do this kind of official presentation of what we decide. So they gave me a topic and I researched it and I did the presentation and I went in and I presented it. And that went really well. And then they said, OK, now you've got a call with this guy. So I got a call with the, the chief apparel officer, the guy who oversees the whole thing. So I had a call with him. And then I've now got to go up and see them one last time. So it's a three-hour round trip every time I go and see them. So this will be the third time I'm going up. Three hours, sorry, six-hour round trip. Three hours up, three hours back. So I've got that coming up. So this is awesome. This is exactly what I'm looking for is this new opportunity. It gives me so you know a career potential where I can jump into a company, you know, get my, get stuck in, enjoy what I'm doing, be with people who are like me, um, give me career prospects and something to, to work hard at and enjoy. And that's going to be amazing if I get it. Downside to that is it's not in London. I live in London with my family. So what I'm going to have to do if I get this job is commute up on a Monday morning, first thing, and then 
come back on a Friday. So I'm going to have to be away from my wife and my son for most of the week. Now, they said that there is flexibility within the the your working hours and you can work from home because it's so busy they quite they quite like the idea of you going like working from home having no distractions and just getting on with it so my hope is that they will say you can work from home on a friday and then i can maybe leave on a thursday night and i'm sure that will happen sometimes and sometimes not but once i get the offer i'll try and negotiate that into my contract so even when you've got somebody who gets you into a company and you've you know, you work hard to get into the role and, you know, potentially I'll get this job, maybe not, but if I do get it, there's still going to be some downside to it because it, you know, nothing's perfect and especially not if you live in London, I'm going to have to go and do this. But if it all works out, you know, we'll reevaluate uh, where we're going to be and, and, you know, what my wife does and things. So nothing's perfect, but you've got to take opportunities as they come. So... Yeah, to talk about my son, I think that's been a big, I think it's been, I know it's been a massive life change for us. What I think is important to note is that when I found out that we were pregnant, and we were trying to get pregnant, it wasn't a surprise. When I found out we were pregnant, the first thing you think is like, you know, oh my God, we're going to have a baby. But it takes a couple of months for you to be like, all right this is actually happening, this is what's going to happen, and then there's this, like, happiness that that came over me, where I was just more positive about everything, you know, my, I was a bit down about my work situation and what was happening next for a long time, and that really changed when I found out that we were having a boy, not necessarily a boy, but just, you know, once we were a few months in and, and it was confirmed, it was, you know, here's your healthy baby and it's a boy and I have I've had this really like happy feeling like everything's going to be all right I've got to work hard and you know provide for this family but it gave me some more purpose and direction and I needed that at the time which is good now we're three nearly four months into him being born him being with us and that's starting to die down a little bit as I start to think right well really where where am I going with work like this buzz of him being here and the you know you're basically 100 miles an hour 24 7 with a baby when they're born as they start to get into routine and sleep a bit more or like entertain themselves a little bit gives you more time back to think about what you're doing in life and that's where i am now so now i'm you know i'm loving being a dad it's a bit like best thing that's ever happened to me hardest thing i've ever done but the best thing ever but it's the more I'm able to focus on myself now, I'm coming back around to this, okay, where are we going? Where's this ship headed? So I'm now looking at where I'm going professionally, but then, you know, making the most of my friendships and the time that we have as, you know, husband and wife um, and getting out and doing more things with people. Uh, so... I'm looking for more escapes. Like I'm trying to to get out of London. I'm trying to find ways to to get myself into the countryside, or you know, rock climbing, or you know, jump on a mountain bike, or when can we go skiing? You know, that's weirdly the first thing that I thought when uh, 
well, not the first thing, but as you know, the week went on and I knew we were having a baby, I thought, ah, the ski trip I really wanted to go on next year, we won't be able to do. So we haven't been away for a few years. And I was really hoping to go away this Christmas just gone. Obviously, much better having a baby. But I did think, ah, I won't be able to go skiing. So I'm looking at next year. I've already started saving a, a little pot on my Monzo. Um, for those of you who've got that and know, you can basically like have little separate pots, like bank accounts in your account. And I've got one called Ski Trip. So I'm already planning for that. But I'm starting to look for more ways to get out of the city and enjoy life. I want to be happy. And I want the people around me to be happy. And uh, I think that it's like anything, that takes work. You you can't just be happy. You do have to go and look for the things that will make you happy. And, um, and kind of, you know, look out for the traps that you've maybe fallen into in the past. You know, if you spend all weekend in your flat and then go back to work on a Monday... You've not really helped yourself in, you know, finding a release or, or something excitement, exciting to do and give you energy. If, especially if your job takes energy away from you. Some people have jobs where they go in and they love every minute and, you know, it's very rewarding. And they'll feel tired, but they'll they'll get a sense of, of joy and pleasure from it. And then some people will find the opposite where their job is very energy sapping. So you've got to then re-inject energy into your life and happiness into your life. So finding things that that bring you joy, things that spark joy, as Marie Kondo would say. Like, what do you, what do you do on a weekend to get excited again? What what puts a smile back on your face that makes the the hard stuff that you have to do bearable? So that's where I am now, and there's a uh, you know there's only so many social media detoxes you can do. It's not about you know I don't compare myself to others on social media so much anymore, but seeing people do cool stuff makes me think why am I not doing cool stuff? And I've just got I'm bored of watching other people have great lives on on YouTube. <laughs> Everyone has these awesome vlogs. And they, you know, they, they go out and enjoy life and they record it and like, look how awesome this is. And rather than be like, oh, that's, oh, they have amazing lives. I was like, oh, shit, why don't I have an amazing life? Why don't we create an amazing life for ourselves? And there's a few things that have been holding us back previously. One of them is, is you know, finances and being able to, to afford to do it. But if you can find something that will, you know, give you that bit of money to go and spend a day outside the city doing fun stuff doing cool shit then that's what you should be working for and that's what I'm looking to you know how can I earn an extra couple hundred quid to give us these experiences and what I wanted to do was to start this community so that maybe we can share ideas on how you can do that like what are what are little side hustles that you can you can maybe create or how can you generate you know 5% more income from the current job you have all these different things are things I want to explore and things that I want other people to to comment on and share their experiences and stories and basically just have everybody sort of help each other, you know, just feed the machine and then we can all profit from it. That's the idea. So it'd be really cool to hear what you think if you've got similar experiences, you're at the same place as me, 
you know how you can how you can help build this community or how I can help you. So if you can offer any kind of suggestion on on things you think I should be doing with this or any insights, whatever you want to share, or you just want to talk about stuff, then send me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at toms.modernlife, because Tom's Modern Life, all one word was taken, so it's toms, T-O-M-S, dot, modern life. For the kids who are born in the 80s amongst us, yes, as in Rocco's Modern Life, the cartoon. God knows why I thought of that the other day, but I think it suits me. So, thanks for listening. This has been a, a a kind of brain dump as I figure it all out, but I figure less talk, more rock. Let's just get on with things, starting with this talk, but let's build this and see what comes of it. I'm excited about it, and it'd be cool to hear from you. Take care.